Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TVS from December the 14th, 1991. This is Mike. I'm sitting here with Doc. Unfortunately, the superstar is not with us this week because, well, work was calling and there was just no shuffling around this schedule. So let me welcome you in, Doc. Um, he won't be late. He just won't be here. How are you? Well, as always, I'm good. Uh, you know, bordering on great. Definitely blessed and about to be a blessing. Uh, you know, at least we got some like forewarning on this whole deal. He was a new level of communication from the hard body, and uh, we knew all day long. And we were we've been scheming and planning for what time we could get in the booth. Yeah, man he he was. What's the word I'm looking for? Um not forecasted he uh prognosticated he, he foresaw that he was not going to be able to make it on our normal night and in reality he said he was behind on all kinds of work um you know superstar works a shoot job and he's got a little gimmick he does on the side outside of wildcat too to make ends meet because you know i mean that's what you got to do these days everybody can't be doc making uh all that cash sweet cash so yeah superstar is um He's just tied up with uh, multiple streams of income. Let's just call That's it like not that. True. What did the text say? About to make this bitch walk funny. That's what no, it said. That's not. He didn't text me for one because I can't get text still. It seems he called me. Okay. First of all, you can get text. You just Wait, can't I can get. Them. Yes, I can get text, but for whatever reasons, ninety percent of the time when I try to respond, it you know, just, just won't go through. Just when we've almost established that you're a white dude. This pitiful scenario happens and and put throws it all into doubt. Wow, I'm just saying, your phone gets texts, but you can't send them. You're an asshole. You know that. I am, or not? Hey, you know. So today, <sighs> since we're recording this, uh, I got a belly full of Mexican food because today is the boy's uh, Latrell's birthday, and he wanted to go eat Mexican food tonight. So uh, we did that. And then um, basically, I sing "Happy Birthday" at triple speed so I could get in here and record. It's Sorry, nice. Father of the Year. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we got to get done early tonight because you and I have transformed into uh, I, I would say the Metroplex's two biggest Dallas Stars hockey fans. Is that correct? Yeah. 
This is a big game, man. We're recording this on May 9th. This is uh, game four of the series. So uh, A must-have, really. Yeah, the Stars are down 2-1. They got to get this one on the road hey, tonight. Look, let me let me tell you this. You, and, one I of us. you <laughs> and I didn't skip all 82 regular season games to watch this thing flame out in the second round. We need this to happen. <laughs> we, we I think I watched one or maybe two regular season games. I watched zero minutes of regular season hockey. Zero. It's, Not even. There's two... There's too much going on, bro, for me to watch that. And it's just, I don't have enough hours in the day, you know? Well, okay, so have you been watching uh, XFL or USFL? I'm more in the USFL than XFL. XFL, there's too many weird rules in the XFL. I I don't really, I don't like the kickoffs. I don't like the, the. Please don't explain it. The kickoffs are dumb. The extra no extra points are dumb. Where you go for two, two, three, or or four, or whatever. No, you go for one, two, or three. I don't. I don't like the extra points. USFL to me is to me is a better league. Okay. That's just my my opinion. Well, now it's not as the, good as the CFL, but it's a good. It's a better. Well, league. that was that was what I was about to ask you because that's the question we all want to know the answer to. So we can ignore that. When does the CFL start? This, the regular season starts uh, about a month from today. But you're missing – Doc, you moved off of the XFL. Are you not excited that your renegades are playing for the strap this weekend? By the time this airs, the game will have been played. <laughs> they, they made it to the title game before the Cowboys. Hey, Stoops is like, look, regular season is for chumps. We're just going to wait till the end. We'll draft the, draft the competition till the end, and then we'll try to win this motherfucker – with a losing record. They're four and six. They're five and six now. They're gonna finish five hundred if they win the championship. <laughs> that that automatically right there renders this league invalid. Right. Because that never happens in the NFL where a division winner has gone seven and nine before. But and that division winner super, has and won the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. That's what I was about to say. But but to be fair. The seven and nine division winner has never gone on to win a Super Bowl. Right, so there's right. that. Yeah, there's the there's a fault in the way they determine their. I mean, it's fine. You only got two divisions, so I I understand how this happens. But I believe a seven and three team did not make the playoffs, where the Renegades made it at four and six. That that should not happen. Right. We, you know that's that seems a little suspect. Now, well, we got CFL other- in June. One other quick question for you, and this is a pretty mundane topic on any other show, but on this show, it has a tendency to get you pretty worked up, and I think some of your little followers out there that that get on this topic. How is how's the yard coming so far? What do you mean? Well, I mean, it's starting to get real warm outside. Like, in the 90s and it's been raining and that means that grass is going to grow you've been out there cutting and strutting <laughs> oh yeah i had one cut already oh no wasn't too hot wasn't too hot the day i cut it about a week ago we week and a half ago maybe I, actually probably two weeks ago now Did you put on your Jesus. wrestling boots of course okay <laughs> full gimmick <laughs> full gimmick i was out there in the singlet and wrestling boots 
You got your you got the the lawnmower in one hand, and you're carrying the the the, the Nux trophy that you had in the other. <laughs> can you can you imagine that visual? Tell me that's not a visual. <laughs> what the fuck's going on over at the Mills house? <laughs> Tell uh, me got, that's not a visual. He got, he's into the Hennessy again. That boy's been drinking. He's out there cutting his grass in a singlet and wrestling boots. That boy done lost his mind. He was yelling out, cutting and strutting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy, okay. I was complaining, too, as I cut that grass. Yeah, You need to get you somebody to do that for you. Nope. Sasha's always telling you that, isn't she? It's funny. I was I walked to the mailbox because, you know, at least in our neighborhood, the mailbox isn't attached to your house or at the street. There's like a mailbox where it's down the block. God, that's you, how poor people live. Jeez. And you go get your mail from there and um walking back and I see the neighbor, you know, met him last year. And uh he was out there um uh he just finished cutting. And I said, man, you the only other dude on this street that cuts your own grass uh, besides me. He said, man, I don't pay nobody to do nothing I can't do. I said, I feel you on that one, brother. Bro, it's Texas. You're lucky you didn't get shot for talking to somebody in their yard like that. Well, he knows me, so. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. There's that, right? Okay. Well. um, He was not cutting his grass in a wrestling in wrestling boots or a speedo or singlet though he was you know got full gear on okay well hey we got a five-star review would you like to hear it yeah like this is a good one too man this um this is a real good one i noticed it over the weekend and i gotta say this is this is perfect so uh let's let's hear what you got with this one doc because this is a great one. well it's from someone named jay hancock that's nice Jay Hancock, 74. So if I'm going to guess, this fella here is in his late 40s because he was born in 74. Puts him in the demo. He got all five stars in there. We like to see that. The gift that keeps on giving. Here we go. This podcast stands alone as an oak in a field of weeds when it comes to other shows. The only reason they have yet to do a best of is because they would have to replay their entire catalog. Mm, Doc is Doc is the heel that you eventually come to cheer when you realize he has been correct the whole time. (laughs) Harper is the superstar you were willing to wait for. And Mike is the wait. What is I can't read that. Mike, Mike, is the, Mike is the secret weapon that holds it all together. Thank you okay, for now, reading now that. I can Continue. See, I, can, I can see it now. You will feel like you are talking to your old friends while learning about boogie time machines, swamp monsters, ducks on windshields, unincorporated communities in decline. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I do. How to, keep how to really spell relief. I know what that means. And what to say at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, and they cover wrestling too. Thanks, guys, for doing that voodoo that you do so well. That's also that uh, Blazing Saddles reference that I think you did with the old D man. When yeah. did we talk about unincorporated communities? In okay, decline? so that is from an old hey. Smoky Mountain uh, show. Okay. You were reading some demographics, I believe, and there was an unincorporated, I guess the town we were in was an unincorporated community. And 
you read the demographics of it. Now, I don't remember the specifics behind it, but that's that's where that came from. And I think it might have happened more than once in the Smokies. That sounds like some sort of civics discussion that only we could make sound interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what okay. that was. Well, that's we a hell of a five-star. That's a great one, and we appreciate it. We appreciate all the five-star reviews. We will read them on the air uh, if they if they land in front of us. Um, what, what else do we need to talk about? You know, what, what other flips do you have? You're always the one trying to do flips and stuff. Well, I, again, I just want to harp on this, man. This is uh, J Hancock 74. These are the type of quality five-star reviews we are looking for. So if you're a longtime listener of this show, submit your five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict, and we will read it on air. But this is this is a great five-star review. I mean, he he really wrapped it up into a nutshell when he talked about you'll feel like you're talking to your old friends while learning about boogie time machines, swamp monsters, ducks on windshields, unincorporated communities in the decline, how to spell relief, and what to say at Thanksgiving. I mean, he he really encapsulated that shows a, that shows a, a wide range a, a wide range of knowledge about this show that that even I don't have. Well, the ducks on the windshield, that's from like that 2017 or something. Well, like that's wait, a long wait. time ago. Is this ago. our birthday episode? No, this isn't our birthday episode, but this is still our birthday month. And I'm glad you just mentioned that. You know why? Because in honor of our birthday month, you can get two months for free when you sign up on Patreon by going to tinyurl.com slash BTT. That is tinyurl.com slash BTT. If you go annual, you'll get two months free uh, because you get a discount. Or if you're currently month to month and you go annual, you get two months free as well. I said annual and not anal. Annual, everyone. If you go annual, you get, a, you get a piece of corn on the tip end of your dick. Okay. Um, you mentioned other flips and dives. I did want to mention, uh, first special shout out to our big time patron contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childress, Joe Ice, and good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. It's greatly appreciated. Speaking of Patreon, I recently added the video version of Armstrong's army training in the woods to our Patreon page. And that was episode 80 of Smoky Mountain Wrestling from August 7th of 93. So check it out on Patreon when you get some time. Wait, Rock, which I think episode? Like, it's episode 80 of Smoky Mountain from so August 7th. 40% of the way through. Okay. Yeah. And um, I'll send you the clip so you can check it out. But it was the, basically the video version of us discussing it. And there are things there that I didn't even remember what you said that you said. Um Opera said something about white trash or hillbilly predator in it. it it's it's glorious. Bruh. I'm gonna send you the link uh, when we're done tonight. That way, if you feel like checking it out when you get a chance, it's glorious. Those Very are good glorious. times. That was that was rough. Yeah, it was. So that's on Patreon. And speaking of Patreon, new patrons or uh, returning Dennis S, Jesse M. And Josh W. actually went annual. So, Josh, I sent you an email about your Pro Wrestling Tees gift card uh, for going annual at the Hall of Fame level. So, please check your email and respond when you get a minute. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Josh is a longtime patron. He just went, uh, he just signed up annually. So, you can get a couple of months for free. So, that's Patreon. Again, sign up tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, a great way to support this show. 
Doc, before I continue, I do have to play something or discuss something that I sent you this weekend. And I think you know what I'm talking about related to Michael Cole. But did you want to get into anything else before I mention that? I just want to hear this this theft in in just straight up all its glory. Well, I think last week you said something about there's people in a WWE locker room that listen to us. Did you not say well, that? I we know this for a fact. We we're we know that we're on in in all the main locker rooms, the two main. Uh, can't keep up with all the indies, but I, you know whatever. But all I'm going to say is, you, you know, if you're listening to this in the back of wherever SmackDown or Raw is being taped tonight, you know, let us know if Vince is coming and we'll, we'll uh, or Triple H and uh, we'll, we'll keep it down a little bit. Okay. So I'm not saying the man who just, who, who utters these words I'm about to play is a BTT fan or listener. Not saying it at all. All I'm saying is I want you to listen to the words that came out of this individual's mouth during a segment of SmackDown from uh, it was May the 5th of 2023. Now I'll set the stage real quick. Dominic Mysterio comes out. He grabs an LWO shirt from a fan and he proceeds to rip the shirt in half. Now I think the fan was a plant, but that's a story for another day. I just want you all to listen to the words that come out of someone's mouth when Dominic rips this shirt and tell me if it doesn't remind you of something someone says on this show quite often. Here it is. Real classic. What an ass. Did I hear mm. real classy? What an ass. That sounds like somebody chat GPT Harper. Come on. Now, in fairness, Harper sometimes says that's real classy. What an and asshole. What an asshole. But you can't say what an asshole on TV. They had to clean exactly. it up. Exactly. So he modified Harper's language. Again, mm. not trying to say there's people out there stealing Harper's catchphrases, but that just seemed really but toot, suspicious. Toot. But toot toot. Right. Right. So. We ain't trying to say it happened, but you be the judge and you let well, us know I'll what you say, think. I'll say this. If that's what we're doing, then I guess we'll just have to stick around then, now, and forever. And, um, you know, this will be on our YouTube channel. So when you hear that, I want all of you out there, Michael Angel, Jose Corona, all the YouTube listeners, I want y'all to tell us. If someone is stealing Harper's catchphrase, I'm just just curious, just curious. I just want to know Could what the listeners think. Could you imagine if it was still the sign days, and somebody got a sign on SmackDown or Raw that said Triple H fears Harper, hard body <laughs> Harper, or menace? <laughs> uh, every now and then you'll see a sign, but it's not like it was in like 1998 and 99. You that go back and watch. Kind of crowd. You go back and watch some of those shows. The amount of signs, it's like every third person or every other person has a sign. Mm-hmm. It's really incredible. It, it it just goes to show you the difference. The problem is nobody can hold a sign because they're holding their cell phones. <laughs> mm. Yeah, different times, different times. But I had to. I I just had to play that because. I don't know. You be the judge, Doc. I'm not trying to say 
He's using Hopper's language, and he's all heard I'm Hopper saying, say that. All I'm saying is we have an attorney on staff. We have a listener, and we also have Sexton Hardcastle running around somewhere. We'll be looking into that. Yeah, we're going to look into it. Not that we'll do anything, but, you know, you know the drill. Uh, what other flips and dives, Doc, before we get into this wonderful episode of Saturday Was Night? Was it? Uh, I mean... Well, there's there's one thing in it that, that there's one thing in it that I think, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to it. But uh, any other flips and dives? No, nah, I think we could probably cover this little wrestling show. All right, so we jump into it again. We're talking Saturday night on TBS from December the fourteenth of nineteen ninety one. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, I'm listening. Do you need to tell the people what's what all is coming up on the schedule for the next like month or so with the different things? Well, the next episode for December 21st is a rather lengthy one, almost the length of a pay-per-view. So, yeah, we're going to break that one. We're going we're gonna to break that one up into two. So that will be a part one and a part two. So there's that. Um, the week after that is is just December 28th. So I think that's just one episode uh, that we'll do. That might be our birthday episode, or maybe it's next week. That's uh, no, actually next week's our birthday episode. And then the second week and third week of June is when we cover Starcade part one and two. Cause we break that up into two since that is on the free feed. Uh, Starcade is always and, on the free and, feed. And if you're, if you're a new listener, you should know, you get to listen to Star. If you're not a patron, you get to listen to Starcade for free there on the on the yeah, thie- yeah, we... on the three on the Thievery channel. <laughs> okay, all right, okay, but yeah, that's what we're gonna do. But for now, only thing you need to keep in mind is the next episode, which is December 21st. It will be two parts, part one and two, because it's like damn near three hours, and that's that. But for now, we'll jump into. December the 14th of 1991. Most of this episode is from the the December 9th, 1991 taping at center stage where there was a reported 575 people in attendance. If you believe the internet, we get a bunch more replays at the start of the episode from Thanksgiving night at the Omni. JR then tells us Bobby Eaton and Ricky Steamboat are wrestling today in the main event. So got that to look forward to. And then he says, rookie sensation Marcus Bagwell is also in action. Mm. So we pretty much immediately go to the ring right after that. Anything from the opening before we get into that first match, Doc? No, I didn't want to look at those matches too much because I figured they'd show them to me later. That's what they did last week. Yep, they sure did. Well, we'll go to the first match. We get Marcus Bagwell versus Rip Rogers. Doc, not a really long one, uh, three and a half minutes or so, but what do you have from the rookie Marcus Bagwell versus... Solid veteran Rip Rogers. And you got to imagine that Bagwell's bagging all the rats, right? Oh, God. He's he's a plumber during this time period. Because he's new, right? He this is, this is his first round. He hadn't even had to have any shots of penicillin yet. I mean, he's kid in the candy store, right? I don't know. He probably had a couple penicillin shots by this point. But, you know, oh, really? We don't know that for sure. We're just speculating. Allegedly, right? Well, sure, sure. I mean, yeah. I love Rip. Everything he does is heelish. 
his ponytail's heelish, the pink is heelish, the stupid handshake he just did at the beginning. The beard. Yeah, he's just, he's so great at this. Didn't and never fair get, shake in his business. We'll never get the do. Never. We'll never get the do. Does everything right, but we'll never get the do. I mean, because even it, like. It's sad. Even in these times, like, I feel like in the in the podcast era that we're in, Brad Armstrong, Bobby Eaton, and Tracy Smothers have, have had their profiles raised. I just want to yeah. see that love for Rip. Yeah, I, I mean, he he doesn't get the love he deserves. I think the real true purist, me, you, Hopper. And that's about it. Our listeners, but oh, maybe I think the I think you're most of your nostalgic only classic wrestling fans who you know just remember the stars. They might not realize a guy like Rip or George South how much they were appreciated or should be appreciated in this era. So Bagwell's hair is blown up so high here. It almost looks like he's got too small of a head for all that hair. Yeah, it's like he's got a helmet head. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, we get some exciting news from JR during this match. I don't want to blow it yet. But some exciting news about an upcoming match in this episode. I mean, Mega Pop, right? Yeah, you don't want to blow it. I never want to blow it. <clears throat> and by the way, in the background, there's an ESPN commercial with the XFL and your uh, Renegades making an appearance in the championship versus the DC Defenders. I just wanted to okay, mention so that. Since I, I don't care about Cowboys. that. 508, we get a pretty bad clothesline here. Although Bagwell's not terrible. He's fairly passable in here compared to some of these other guys we've seen. You can tell he's nah. green. Yeah, I won't ever see what he does take here, shots though. at him. Oh, it was a drop kick, not a clothesline. Sorry. No, it's that yeah, too. Yeah, not great, but he's not bad here by any stretch. No, he's not he, bad at all. He's he's white meat, though. Yeah, he's. You can just tell he's really young, and he just needs more experience. But right, he somebody hide Barnett, man. But he's look, stick My him boy. next to Z Man. And Bagwell is like, this is who they wanted Z-Man to be. Maybe. Dude, like, Z-Man just, he's just. My boy, come here. I'll make you NWA champion. Come on, bro. (laughs) Let me lick lick your stomach. (laughs) My boy. Come here, gossip. Let me lick your stomach. It's sweaty. Stop it. What? Uh, stop. That's just... Uh, okay. What? what? <laughs> All right. Nothing. Let's keep moving. It's just, Anything it's else? just kid stuff. It is just kid stuff, according to Abducted at Plain Sight. Uh, Rip... I'm sorry. Bagwell wins. He uh, Like a cradle suplex for the win. One, two, three. And uh, Rip Rogers sold for him and put over the youngster. It made him look great, to be yep. fair. Did his job. Tony Schiavone... Tony Schiavone goes over the top 10. Uh, no surprises really here, uh, if you ask me. So I'll just keep moving. Ravishing Rick Rude is number one. Sting two. Rick Steiner three. Stunning Steve four. Scott Steiner five. So 
there is that doc anything on the top 10 or we can continue no this is a great opportunity to get get 10 to 20 seconds ahead on the uh, show when i'm watching (laughs) for real (laughs) absolutely all right well we'll keep going um i've got a timestamp for bagwell's promo here yeah i want to play it here it is i don't have many notes from it but here's the promo and it's short Welcome back, everyone, to center stage in World Championship Wrestling. Marcus Alexander Bagwell, Sprayberry High School in Marietta, Georgia, with his first victory here on TBS. And I guess after you got the butterflies uh, away from your old stomach, uh, everything uh, came together pretty well. Well, Jim, as, I, as you can see, I still got a long ways to go. With all these good fans behind me, they ain't nothing going to stop me. WCW is giving me a chance, and I'm going to give my best shot. You're in there with a tough man, Rip Rogers, an experienced veteran. Uh, looked pretty tough there in the early going, but uh, that suplex uh, well executed. Well, the WCW is full of talent. The Rip Rogers is a great wrestler, but I showed myself. I'm a rookie. I got a long ways to go, but I came out on top today. Marcus, congratulations for your victory. And ladies and gentlemen, I know we're going to see a lot more of this young man. Right now, let's go back up to Rhubarb Jones. How much mousse and hairspray and gel does Bagwell have in his hair that it didn't move that whole match? A lot. Dude, it's like stiff. It ain't moving. It's like a big helmet on his head. Hey, I, I'm from Sprayberry, and uh, my mom shaves my back. <laughs> okay. You know that story, right? That apparently that's yeah. what... Yeah, apparently. Allegedly, Man, I what guess. the hell? I know, bro. I know. Oh, God. Okay. We keep moving, and boy, do we have a treat for you with this Oh, one. right. This was... Man, how I, I fell out, man. Wasn't expecting this, huh? Well, mm. coming down the hallway that you and Hopper hate so much Dumb is Cactus Jack and Pez. I'm sorry, Cactus Jack and Abdullah the Butcher. Cactus is taking on Pez Watley, who Hell is yeah. in the ring right now. Cocoa, and butter, and weed, bruh. As uh, Hopper so eloquent, eloquently said. Eloquently? <laughs> eloquently said so long ago. Hold on. Let me see if I've got this. I might not have it anymore. Let me see something. I'm going to tell you what. He ain't nothing but an off-brand color boy anyway. Mm. <laughs> That's when he called Boogie an off-brand colored boy. Uh, um, I wish I had more Pez's sound drops, but that's the only one I had. So anyway, man, we haven't seen Pez in a long ass time. Too long. I miss Pez. I miss Shaska actually, but I miss Pez a lot. They just glossed over Shaska during this match. Like that. They did. Yeah. They acted like Shaska just never trying to make me forget. I can't forget that. No, there is no forgetting Shaska. Shaska. Matter of fact, we remember Shaska more than we remember Pez. The jaw tones. Oh, my God. When they did that little dance Uh in front of David Crockett. And Crockett's like, what is this? What what do we have here? (laughs) All right. Well, Pez is here in... You know, it doesn't last long because Cactus, he's sent out there to put over Cactus. Doc, any thoughts on uh, Shaska, I'm going to call well, him. Well, you and I were Cactus. talking about this. Is he in some early incarnation of the power plant here, and he's just probably up getting a little work in? 
So I'm going to need Bobby Murray, longtime BTT patron and Hall of Famer, to answer that question for me because I, I realize there's a school right now, but I don't remember. I don't think it's called the power plant at this time. So, like, I made a mistake month year ago. It's like, no, the, the power plant isn't around. What I meant was the plant isn't called the plant yet. It's so while there's training going on, there's no plant. Is so this the my kind question of shit that you have to deal with with people correcting you and shit about the show. So my question is: Is Pez currently training right now? people at the facility that will be known as the plant in the future. And I don't know that answer. Um, I assume he is, but I don't know for sure. It seems like he would be if he just appears on a random episode of uh, Saturday night. But that's just my thought. On that note, it was good to see Pez, but he wasn't putting over. He wasn't going over on anybody at this point in time, right? Yeah, I'd like to to have a, a, a place where people like Pez... And Rip Rogers could at least get some wins every once in a while. Yeah, that ain't going to happen, brother. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I don't like it. But Pez doesn't look bad. He puts over Cactus Jack. There's a double He's a little bigger under- than the last time we saw him. A, a little. I, I should have looked up how old he was right here. I could probably figure that out. If you just keep so going Pez, the match. Yeah, go ahead. Um, He... Cactus hits Pez with a like face bump and then a double arm underhook DDT. Cactus wins. It just made me miss Pez. Pez is 40. He's about to be 41. Wow. Okay. Cactus beats Pez, though. After the match, he continues to beat him with a kendo stick. It was an uneventful match. I just felt bad for Pez, man. I miss Pez. I really do miss Pez. When he when he whooped Boogie and pulled the scissors, mm. he pulled the scissors out of his pants. When he called him a colored athlete or whatever he said, and and he looked at him like, nah, bruh. Yeah, he Good called stuff. him the best colored ath- or black professional athlete. athlete. I thought he said colored. That was or you that said it. Oh, okay. And then he whooped Boogie. And it's then also, in the it's subsequent also what promos, you called uh, Hector Hector that time in Smoky Mountain. No. Then he whipped Boogie and he <laughs> he told Boogie like on the next Saturday night, I don't whoop me a hill, Billy. <laughs> you honky. <laughs> that kind of that kind of That's the kind of division that's hurtful in this country. <laughs> Shaska had no chill, bro. <laughs> it was great. It was he, phenomenal. He made Paul Jones. You hit the mute button. I can't hear you. Baby face. Like, are you there? Hello? Come you in. You faded away. Okay. So he was like the, the, um, just normal, good guy, ra- gentleman wrestler. Yeah, and who knew that was lurking under there? Kind of makes you wonder what other guys could do if you give them that opportunity for the brass ring. Dude, he pro. I mean, Paul Jones's island of misfit toys. If not for Pez, it it don't work. He was the one guy. Do it for you. He was the one guy in that 
stable that made it work in my opinion because remember we play those promos and we like Jesus Lord Paul Jones these promo like Paul Jones is not really saying much and then Pez would come in with a lock of Boogie's hair and start talking about Boogie and he gonna whoop him a hillbilly it it made that it made that faction they do they had Tijo Khan barbarian who didn't talk i mean they didn't it wasn't like they had heavy hitters they had baron like no pez was the man in that he was the best promo out of all of them so anyway i loved it though miss pez that's why we're talking about some more ready to play the race card mike we will continue and you're an ass eric bischoff in the wcw magazine segment uh, Brian Pillman were shown uh, versus Jushin Thunder Liger will happen at Christmas night, or we're told it will happen Christmas night at the Omni. Um, they recap Pillman winning the light heavyweight title, defeating Richard Morton. And then we see a clip of a replay of Liger versus Benoit from Japan that we saw last week. Doc, any thoughts on the recaps and Pillman taking on Liger Christmas night at the Omni? Bishop's awful. He just sucks. Okay, you really hate Bischoff, don't you? Wow. I can't. He's, like the, he's like the sting of announcers. Oof. Now, do you feel that way about Monday Night um, Nitro when he was an, when he was a commentator? Or you just oh, feel that 100%. way about 100%. Oh, you didn't like him that either? So you're not saying it just for the WCW Magazine segment. You're saying him as a commentator too. Yeah. So let me get this straight. You watched Nitro Weekly, even though you hated Bischoff as a commentator. Yeah, I didn't like uh, Mongo either. I thought that group of commentators was 10 times better than when we got into the Mark Madden era. Maybe. Never said it like that either. Scott Hudson, Madden, and... Shivani, am I remembering that wrong? That was terrible. They were terrible. And I'm not talking about Shivani. But anyway, I'll keep going. All right. So, Doc, the Young Pistols are taking on the Patriots. They show a clip of the main event episode. Tracy pins Chip and the Young Pistols win the U.S. tag titles last week. Right there, I had a timestamp because run that back five to ten seconds. (laughs) Explain what's happening here with Tracy holding up the belt. Tracy and Steve just won the belts from the 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 Patriots. And Tracy's holding up the belt, and he's doing that weird-looking dance that he does. I see the the blonde on the left. I think she's underage, so I'm not going to comment. What's the op- what are the probabilities that she was a young she got young pistoled that night? No, that's a young girl. I, I, I'm not. Well, uh, actually, I don't know. I can't tell. She looks. I'm not. No, she looks too young. I don't think she does. But Tracy, not that I think she's too young. I think she's old enough for legality. But she was about I don't it. Know if she, I don't know if she's 18, but she looks like she's she looks like she's enjoying the pistols winning and Tracy's dancing. All right, so they won the belts. However, 
here's a new match. They come out without the belts. Jim Ross says that they won, but WCW ordered back another match where the teams will settle up for the titles. But it's not this match for the titles. So they won the belts, but this match is not for the titles. To make things worse, the Young Pistols are taking on the Patriots here, and it's an elimination tag match. So when you lose, you must go to the locker room. I have no issue, obviously, with Tracy and Steve Armstrong. I think I love the Young Pistols, especially Tracy Smothers. But this is trash. I hate this. It's I really hate this. It's overbooked. It makes no sense. The fact that it's... I know why it's not for the titles. This was taped before they won the titles, sure. I think. So I can live with that part of it because it's a different era. What I don't like is then, oh, we're going to have a match with these four guys, tag match, but it's not for the title. Oh, and on top of that, it's an elimination tag team. They lost me. Completely lost me. I want to see a tag title match. I want to see titles on the line. I don't want to see an elimination match. That means nothing. Am, Am I being a curmudgeon here? Probably, but not in this instance. Okay. So what do you have from this? Because this this pissed me off. Does Chip have a lesion on his back? Like on his um, shoulder blade? Maybe. I don't know. Like, you know the quality. We're we're not even 480p here. We're, I don't know, you know what that means. Uh, 720p, you know, 1080p, you know, like resolution. You got 4K now. This is so I have 4, well P. This this is well before high definition. Oh yeah. So I can't tell. It looks like Remember when the I'm word lesion sure. was scary? Yes. See right there? Yeah, something on his back. Might could be might just be a scab. You know, maybe uh maybe a uh, a rat scratch. Maybe he had back. a rat sitting on his back, and uh, you know the snail trail left him. Come on, <laughs> grow up. What's wrong with you? You, it's your problem. You know what? I blame you for that. You're the one that, when Tammy was sitting on Tommy Noe's dining room table, made the comment about, "Oh, that's great." She left a snail trail right there. I would have gone and sniffed it. Okay, Jesus Christ. What do you have from this match, Doc? It pissed me off. This I can't tell you how much this pissed me off. Crowd cooled off and, here too. Big time. And I, you know, Jr. He tried to sell it. He's doing his job, but man, sometimes when a log of shit is on the ground, you just ain't gonna be able to sell it to nobody. You gonna pick it up? Nobody wants clean to it. You you gonna pick it up on the clean end? Right. What you gonna do? Pick it up on a napkin? It's still a log. So, I don't remember what happens here, but the first fall is goofy, and it makes Pee Wee look terrible. I, I don't remember either because it pissed me off so much. But Oh, we really needed but, your but, help there, but thanks. Well, Chip was pinned first, then Armstrong was pinned, and then Champion pinned Smothers. So Chip and Champion, to make matters worse, they pin Tracy who, they're the champions, but they clean pin them. 
Tell me you laughing saw at? that. Oh, that that clip right there. Steve when Steve gets on the like thrusted his hips at Chip. That's the dance him and Tracy do. The hip yeah, thrust gimmick. These guys Literally. all need to get them some rats. I, I you know I gotta say, man, Tracy and Steve, they're leaning into the heel, like prickish dick dancing. They got weird. They, they do weird dick dancing. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. It's not like Stan Lane. Well, but he was Chip, he was serious about it. Yeah, yeah. Anything else, man? This really made me mad, dude. I don't think there's any reason to get that hot about it. It's dumb. It's it should have been dumb. better. Well, speaking, speaking of bad of, to worse, speaking of dumb, we go to Van Hammer versus Pat Rose. Poor Pat. God bless Pat Rose. Chubby little Doc, veteran. What? It, well, I, I, I'm. <laughs> I don't have. I don't have words. This is. I, Dude. I don't, Hammer is what that God, that's awful. Hammer is what happens when the Booker man gets desperate. Or the Booker man doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Well, the Booker man gets desperate because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, true, too. There, there's a there's a linear process there. I think Hurd's almost out the door right now, just so you know. He's getting to the end. So he's throwing all this kind of shit at it. Well, in fairness, he introduced this a couple months ago, but it's still dumb. Do you know who the next executive uh, vice president is? Uh, is it Bill Watts or Kip Fry? Kip Fry. Or K. Allen Fry, as they call him at first. Dude, there is nothing more pretentious than some <laughs> asshole making their first name an initial. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that is instant, <laughs> instant nuclear heat with me. Yeah, that that's heat. Unless, unless, un, here's the only thing, and this probably never happens or rarely happens, unless your first name is a letter. Who the fuck's doing that? CD Which Lamp? is possible. <laughs> See, even that is different because that's just the initial, that's just, just just his name abbreviated or well, like you know his first name i forget what it is but those are his those are the initials of his first first and middle name so that's different but k allen fry when you use like your name let better better literally be k k a y but it's you're not. a self-important piece of crap that's what you are <laughs> Uh, what if that shit, what if oh. what if I went by hey my name is what if I introduced you the first time I met you like yeah my name is uh, uh, M. James Mills you'd have been like get the fuck dude you already were an asshole of me you'd have what? been more of an asshole How was you I were an a asshole? prick you were a prick how you you were a prick how Got mad at me because I would eat lunch alone. I don't want to be bothered with nobody. You now, now, you know what? You can appreciate that because you don't want to be bothered with anybody. No, no, no. That's not true because I ate lunch alone in my office every day. It was when we had to come out and gather. You would still sit off by yourself in the room and just stare at everybody like you were going to like 
bump stock us all out. I didn't know nobody. So then, and how are we I was doing? Told, if that's the case, how are we doing this podcast now? And and I was told sit in your corner and don't talk to anybody unless we t- we tell you to. Well, that's good advice. <laughs> See, he was a so as he as as Harper says. It's real classy. What an asshole. I believe what I said when you gave me your number is, is I said, are you trying to, is this your weed dealer? Or are you trying to get me in trouble? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let's continue. Um, Van Hammer wins with the Hammer Rocks Slingshot Suplex. As the Jared what? Calls it. The Hammer Rocks Slingshot Suplex. I, and then the Hammer. He, what are the odds that Hammer could spell that? Little to none, as he smoked his Virginia Slim, as as Bobby Blaze said to me, "Bitch cigarettes, <laughs> bitch cigarettes." Dude, he was bad. Bobby's one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet. <laughs> he was like that big bastard in those bitch cigarettes. Come on, it's hilarious on, when you hear on, Bobby, Bobby say it. We're, we're Bobby and I are both scholars and learned men. We don't have to talk like that. Oh, Mikey and DFW is getting excited. Carolina just took a 2-1 lead. And they lead the series 2-1. He's a a Carolina Hurricanes fan because that's where he's from. He's from the Mid-Atlantic Territory. Oh, great. Yeah. That's nice. Anyway, um, Bobby, I I just did a hopper. I got sidetracked. Why didn't he change his handle to the Tar Heel turd then? Wow. Well, Marecci's already... uh, Tar Heel guy, you know? Oh, I bet he's like chewing raw tobacco right now. Bro, Morecci's, I don't know if I told you this. He's like your height. I couldn't believe, I didn't believe, I couldn't believe he was that tall. Why? I just, you I didn't it's realize not like he was I'm that like tall. 6'10". No, but I mean, when you're only 5'9", I mean, 6'4 is That's really true. tall. That's true, you're looking up to everybody. So first off, I'm not looking up to everybody. Half Pint is looking up to everybody. That's true. We ought to Imagine have a like, that get fella. together, and I can like we we really do need to have a get together, and then I can bounce him on my knee when he gets fussy. <laughs> when he gets fussy, he's got a picture with all the four horsemen, and Lex is in a wheelchair, and I forgot who's sitting on like a stool if it's Rick or something. And he's and, still the shortest guy. Yeah, he's still shorter than both of them. So Lex in a wheelchair is taller than him in real life. Yep. Mm. Let's continue. All right, we Van Hammer won, as I said, and Hammer tells Cactus in the camera, I'm coming for you. Okay, great. Can't wait to see that. Cactus, please bludgeon this idiot. Uh, let's go to Ricky Steamboat. He's going to cut a promo. Uh, here that is. Hammer being Atlanta Zombie on Christmas night, but so will Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and his partner Dustin Rhodes as they will defend the World Tag Team Championship against the beautiful Bobby Eaton and Arn Anderson of the Dangerous Alliance. But here today on TBS, there will be no championship on the line, Dragon. It'll be one-on-one, you and beautiful Bobby. You know, everybody has heard throughout the wrestling world, Dustin Rhodes and myself capturing the world tag team titles on the very first occasion that we were as tag team partners. And I also told Paul E. dangerously on television, I don't care, Dustin did not care, whatever tag team combination you wanted to throw at us. We beat these belts when it was Orange Anderson and Larry Zabisco. Now it's Orange Anderson and beautiful Bobby Eaton. Well, tonight, one-on-one, it's you and I, Bobby Eaton. I've had many, many, many single matches, and I've heard that your track record speaks for itself. But tonight, we are no strangers to each other, and we will step into this ring 
And if you're there and I'm there and you want me or a piece of me, you want to hold me back from holding on to this World Tag Team Championship belt, beautiful Bobby Eaton, bring your can on down the ring right here on TV. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what a matchup it's going to be a little bit later in the broadcast. Steamboat and Eaton, and when we come back, it'll be the World Television Championship on the line. Steamboat's pretty fired up. I don't, you know, thought it was pretty good from him. What did you think? I didn't think it was very good at all, actually. Uh, he's fired up. I mean, he was stumbling over words and like it didn't make sense. If you go back and like transcribe that, write it down, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it does sort of if you piece it together, but no, I didn't think that was very good at all. Well, I always say this like, I remember Tracy getting kind of stumbled up in Smokey and you know when people are angry and they're fired up they do stumble over words it's not clean and crisp like it was you know written by a writer so that's why I said it was fine I mean I I understand why you feel the way you do but that's kind of I think those are and that may be true my sense though is that they were two different characters it just don't that's not a universal rule that I would apply across the board. How about that? Now I'm not, I also won't sit here and tell you that it was a great promo. It just was, I was like, it's fine. You just said it was pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. It's not okay. great. There's a difference between that and great. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right, well, we come back from commercial and we get a replay of last week with Steve Austin beating the Peanut Man, otherwise known as Arachnaman. Um, he does look like Mr. Peanut, I'm telling you, man, when you look at those Mr. Peanut graphics. Uh, and then, not only do we see the replay, we're going to go back to the match because we're going to see another match between Stunning Steve Austin versus Arachnaman, a.k.a. Peanut Man, a.k.a. the Lay's Potato Chip Bag of the uh, 90s and 80s. Doc, uh, what were your thoughts about these two getting back together in the ring uh, in a rematch? Hey, kid. They're still making you a spotter, I see. Uh, actually, <laughs> Austin's the kid here. <laughs> Not yeah, Brad. But he calls people kid. I don't know if he's calling Austin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. If, I, don't know uh, I said Austin. Uh, I don't know if the kid, Austin, is calling the veteran kid here uh, Armstrong he's not calling Armstrong a kid I, I would assume it's really interesting when you think about it though how Brad has been around for a long time now not just in WCW I'm just talking about the business in general 10 years yeah and Austin's a rookie like he's mm. he's a rookie like, understand in the wrestling business they consider you a rookie for 5 years that's always been the rule Oh, okay. That's what those old timers will tell you. Uh, okay. Those old timers change up the story each and every time they needed it to work out in their way. Yeah. So when I say rookie, I realize he's wrestled for more than a year, but those old veterans will literally tell you, no, that's like that, thank you. That, that's like that shit in The Sopranos where Jackie Jr. and them robbed the, the poker game. Remember what mm -hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, if they had, first of all, they lost their minds and started shooting people, which was a big, big mistake. But th they did it because the story was back in the day, that's how Tony and them made their nut in the world was having balls to rob their own 
mobs game. What kind of shit is that? How does somebody get a pass one time and not the other? I don't know. And you're comparing that to a rookie? I never understood that logic. It's because when it's convenient, it's okay. Or if you can justify it, it's okay. But when it's not... No, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about the Sopranos. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) depending on which way the wind's blowing, you're like, ah, it's all right today. But, eh, you know what? It changed my mind the next day. Oh, so you're saying it's like when Vince put everybody else out of business, but then sued because he was getting put out of business. Yeah, yeah. He... You'll hear Vince in many of those old interviews. Well, the time-honored tradition. Well, motherfucker, you blew right past the time-honored tradition when you decided to start airing <laughs> your program. The time-honored tradition was to keep your ass out of the other t- other man's territory unless you wanted to get shot. Yeah. And, like, so it was all fun and games when you were taking over other people's territories. But the minute WCW... Yeah, w, the minute WCW puts your product, your tape product, and gives the results of it on a live aye, broadcast, aye. well, you know, the, the, that's not just that's not something you're supposed to do. What? Dude, you took over an entire country. To do, pal. Yeah, so it's all on it. When it's, when it's convenient for you, it's fine. You can make any excuse under the sun. But when, it's, when it goes against you, all of a sudden, it's a problem. And get get out of here, bro. I feel like somewhere inside you, bubbling up to the surface, is a promo on our on our property taxes here about how one set of politicians likes to spout freedom and and lower taxes, bro. And then also hit you with our property taxes. I'm gonna make a a bipartisan statement here. This is this is you will never. This is the honest God truth in Texas. These damn politicians will talk about freedom till they're blue in the face until it comes to these goddamn overpriced property taxes where they hollow us the fuck out every year. And when I say hollow tennis shoe down a hallway, bruh, bruh, if they swabbed our cavities, You would come up with all the politicians DNA from the way they hollow us out. It's all freedom. They will preach freedom and all this other stuff in Texas. But boy, they will freaking assault you anally with those property taxes. And I'm saying bipartisan because it don't matter if you're red, blue, or in the middle. You are getting assaulted. <laughs> it's, and they, it's, it's it's about green and the and shit brown on the end of their dicks because that's what we're talking about. It is it is like I tweet about it often because it is not a party line. It is all of us, every one of us. They are tearing us apart on the inside. They're but rearranging it, our they're rearranging our prostate and our large intestine. Oh. I mean, they are busting our guts out and it's the guts are gone. Okay, let's get back to this cuz you're right. It's it, it irritates me to no end. Uh doc, did you have notes from this? Austin is going to win again, but did you have notes? 
Uh, let me see. This, this one was shorter than last week's match and not as good. It was shorter. Um, and not as good. But, you know, here's the thing. Austin's bumping his ass off because he just really bumps great. Um, the finish. Arachnaman has Austin on the run. Arachnaman delivers a big knee lift after a uh, big backdrop. And then Would he you say goes... that he's caught in Arachnaman's web? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's caught in his web. Arachnaman goes to the top rope. The ref is checking on Austin. Medusa kicks Arachnaman off the top rope. Arachnaman, Brad takes a great bump coming off the top. Just flies off. Austin comes over, pins him. One, two, three. The, f- the pin looked a little screwy like... Armstrong kicked out, it looked like, or something. I don't know what the hell happened. But um, I liked it. I mean, we know that's Brad under there, and Austin's got Medusa out there, so she's got to help him cheat. I mean, it's fine, but it wasn't. Last week was better. Medusa's playing a very prominent role in these matches. I mean, that's good. Uh, Yeah. Sure, why not? I got no complaints. I'm good there. Okay. Well, we keep the show moving. Big Speaking Josh. about not good. Oh, God. Big Josh, who's got jean shorts on and suspenders. You heard me right there. Make that make sense. Well, not suspenders. Actually, it's overalls. overalls but it's the shorts overall. He looks like he's in Belle Biv DeVoe <laughs> with hunting boots on. <laughs> They're so taking I, on. I didn't even oh, go ahead. this, bro. Go ahead. So, so I told you Latrell's running track right now, and we go to these track meets. I assume so because you were at the high school right up the street from me in the hood on one well, of the track and, meets. And and so I'm like, you know, we're very very outnumbered in on the property at the school up the street from me. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. I mean, this it's, it's like ninety percent black. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we were go walking ahead. up the other day and this this sister said, Good morning to me walking up. I said, Good morning and I had parked the car. I dropped him off and went and parked the car. And they had a DJ out there. This DJ was playing like the best hip hop and and in funk from like mostly the eighties and nineties. And uh during the meet. And he was playing Poison. And this this sister, walked, she, we were walking up, she's like, good morning. I said, good morning. And they started playing Poison. I was like, never trust a big butt and a smile. These kids just don't know. And she fell out. <laughs> she heard your honky ass. That's right. That. They fell Sisters out. Sisters like me, bro. Right, 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 right. I'm, yeah. I, But I'm comfortable in that setting because I'm comfortable around humans not just my people or your people all people how many white people were in the stands that day do i get to eliminate my own family yes uh i would say it's probably eight to ten percent so, like I said, the demographics of that school are ninety percent African American. So there you go. I'm fine. I'm not. I'm not nervous. I mean, every time they shoot the gun off to start a race, I get a little jittery. But other than that, oh, I'm Jesus okay. Christ, that school's hey, got man. a really good high school football team, and I don't want to say anything else. Well, here, let me tell you this. 
I'm worried about you sports because track has figured something out that I'm worried soccer is going to get into. Okay. You got to, uh, you got to pay to get in to these track meets. What's wrong with that? Cost me 10 bucks a head to get into. Okay. Maybe next time don't bring as many family members with you. As you fade out again. On the track. Hit mute or something. You've been breaking up tonight, just so you know, here and there. Like right now, I can't hear you. Can't hear you, Doc. Can't hear you. Okay, I'm back. What exactly happened here now? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, the the uh, Ethernet cord popped out of my computer. Of course um, it did. So, yeah, every time I go to watch him lose because he's a little honky, um, it's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You got the money. You what know are you what playing for? Do you know what would happen to me if they start charging admission to soccer games? I'd, I'd be broke. Right. Let's get back to wrestling. Well, thanks for caring. You just care about your property taxes. I get it, you motherfucker. You got to pay the same damn property. You, you, you're getting hollowed out just like I am. All right, let's so get back to this match. So, Big Josh looks stupid over there. Well, you never let me finish who's wrestling. It's Big Josh and Mike Graham versus okay. Tommy, I'm sorry, Thomas Rich and Buddy Lee Parker. Tommy Rich and Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker as a tag team. Parker needs to stop. We got five Five O's in the foundation now. Buddy Lee Parker needs to stop what he's doing, pat down Tommy Boy, confiscate the illegal substances in Tommy's pockets because he's got his chaps on in pockets or whatever, and just throw Tommy in the slammer and let the judge give him his sentence because I guarantee you there's some powder in those pants. Come on. This is stupid. This is bad on paper and worse in the ring. Jim Ross tells us that Parker is not with the York Foundation. JR also says he asked Alexander York what was going on with Morton and Terrence Taylor, and all York would say was that they were out on assignment, and she had a nasty look when she said that. So they're teasing, you know, Taylor maybe being done, Morton maybe being done. We really don't know. Doc, this is dumb. I don't know why we need a time. Like, I don't know why we need to tag Tommy Rich and Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Like, I I'm feel still bad stuck for Buddy on, Lee Parker. on Big Josh. He looks like some, that looks like something you would have wore around this time. No, no, I would have never worn that in, to, to have a wrestling match. No. no, no, no. I just meant to like the barbecue. No, I'm not wearing nothing like that. You ever own overalls with shorts? No. Like that? Nope. Never. Mm. Never. You think Tommy anyway. is worried about the powder falling out of his pocket right there? Yeah, he's worried because he's got a cop on the apron. <laughs> he don't want that powder falling out so he can get arrested. Ugh. This is a this is a mess on every level. This is dumb. Mm-hmm. Look, we're Southern wrestling fans, but we call it like it is. This is stupid. Like it's just four guys thrown out there. one of them's a member of the York Foundation which is falling apart at the seams he's tagging with a cop 
who I love the state patrol gimmick, but he's why is a York Foundation member tagging with a blue collar and you know worker like what? This is dumb. I'm still worried that Big Josh isn't from the North Woods anymore. Fuck this is dude. The fuck out. This is okay. The, can I go to the finish? And Mike I'm Graham is just white dude. He's just a basic dude. I don't even hate him in this match. He, him and Buddy Lee Parker are the best part of it. Well, he like he shaved off the most interesting piece of him, which is that mustache from the eighties. Well, Graham puts Parker in the figure four, but old Coke Boy hits Graham with the computer in the head, and Rich then pins Graham. I like it. And Coke Boy and Parker win, and while. I'm glad Buddy Lee Parker gets a win. Look at that. Boogie. I saw that. That was a, was that a, what kind of t-shirt was that? York Foundation. Okay. It looks they like didn't have was, merch back then. Right. If you listen to Bischoff. He invented he merch. merch. He invented merch. I, this is just dumb, bro. Okay. Did that broad get him some, get her, did she get Yorked in her foundation? Are you serious? What? Wow. Well, she's definitely of age. That's right. She might have got yorked, yorked in her foundation. Okay. Did you just make that up on the fly? Yeah. God, grow up. You really need to grow up. That's terrible. Well, Jeez, that's terrible. They can't all be all winners, right. can they? Yeah, they can't. All right, let's keep going because now we uh, move to the main event of the show. It is Bobby Eaton who's got Medusa with him out on Ed ringside versus Ricky Steamboat. Uh, before we actually go to the match, it was weird how they did this. They went to commercial, came back, they did the intro, and then they go right to commercial. It's like like they didn't time it right and they had to get that other commercial in. They go right to commercial again after the intro before they go to the match. I was um, fine with it because it meant I could keep going. All right. Well, fair enough. I don't like so, that. Right. We come back from commercial and Eaton starts off the match by attacking Steamboat as Steamboat is uh, giving his tag title to the uh, attendant and about to take okay, hold his on. jacket off. Yes. So Pee Wee just rang for the bell. Then Eaton should be disqualified right there. Because Pee Wee's having a bad night. Tell tell he, the people why Eaton should be suspended. He I mean, grabbed suspended. That, that, what is it, the sash that goes around, the tie that goes around the gi and started choking Steamboat with it. That's a DQ. He didn't start. He does it for like a minute. Fair enough. But he also missed the, the thing that Look, was he's the, still doing it. Well, see, that should be a DQ. Pee-wee's not having a good night because he wrestled that captain's, or he ref that captain's match and missed something in the first fall there. But you were so mad, you wouldn't even let me see what it was. And I don't take good notes, so don't put this on me. No, I was not about to go through that elimination bullshit one by one. I took notes of it. I didn't have the actual timestamp. Neither did you. So was that a, we, that a bit of DQ? I mean, I love Bobby Eaton, but he choked Steamboat there for like 40 seconds, dude. <laughs> After the bell rang. After the, the start of the match happened, yes. So if he did it right now, then you DQ him. Hey, if it's a foul in the fourth quarter, it's a foul in the first quarter. You know what I'm no, saying? No, that's not true. <laughs> that is not no, true in any league in America. I know better. I know, but that sounded fucked up coming out of my mouth. I got it. That sounded like a white me baby face thing to say, but we know it's not true. 
when Uncle Raj wants the flags to fly for something that they didn't fly for in the first quarter, the flag will fly. If he doesn't want the flag to fly, he'll also well, not. Well, that's true in basketball too. To right fly. now, we're dealing with with LeBron and the and the Lake Lakes just getting all the calls. Yeah, the the, the NBA is is a mess right now because they got too many options to book from that they want. So, well, you you know times are different when you and I talk about the Dallas Stars and we don't give a shit about the booking in the NBA. Well, they got all the stars <laughs> that they want and they got all these Northeastern team powerhouses out. And the only team that they ain't behind is Denver and they might just win it all. All right, let's let's get back to Let's don't. Eaton and Steamboat here. I mean, they went into the crowd. Yeah, they went to the crowd. What did you have from the East? <laughs> now he's on the eyes. Um, they, this match, it's it's good. I don't want to call it great. It's good. There are it's a good. lot they, of... They're so smooth, both of them. Yes. There are a lot of Steamboat chants. The crowd is into it. And I had that timestamp. Bobby Eaton, boy, if you ever want to see how you're supposed to go flying out of the ring... Look at Steamboat go flying here. He Bobby went a long way. That's how you fly That's out of a mulky, ring. That was Mulkey-esque. Everything but the splatter. Yeah. Because the Mulkies would splatter. But that is how you fly out of a ring. That that was that was really good stuff right there. Okay. Um, well, and, and they don't have the same exact chemistry that Flair and Steamboat have. But who does? Flair and Steamboat. So this was, I mean, these yeah. guys are smooth. They're professionals. They're, this is this is a really, really good match. And later, I mean, they're doing all this stuff in the crowd, and they're, like, throwing each other around. But, man, they make an arm bar look good. And that's a once, you said they're not, like, Steamboat and Flair. I mean, Steamboat and Flair are once in a generation. Sure. But now, look. Look at you. Look at yeah, Steamboat throwing. Look at that arm. Look, look, well, just look at this. I want you to watch this sequence. They're fighting outside. Steamboat chops Eaton. And then um, he throws Eaton back in. Now watch watch this sequence. Eaton's going to hit the ropes. And Steamboat leapfrog. Look at that arm drag. Boy, that yeah. don't look good. And then into the arm bar. Well, look at that. He's he, Yeah. He's working him there. I mean, these, so these two, guys are several minutes into this match and they're making that arm look good. Look at that. Look at that. Working. This is that's just old school wrestling as yeah. Steamboat works the arm. Works but the there's shoulder. nothing slow or boring about it. Not at all. Not at all. Getting there in a little wrestle right. here. Yeah. But you catch your breath. This is how you do it, man. Yeah. Unlike. Look at him throw that. That was what I was trying to get to. Look at this. That's old Eaton, school. Eaton selling the arm. He th- hits Steamboat, throws Steamboat into the ropes. Steamboat comes out. Another arm drag. And then this is like a modified version of a head scissors or body scissors. And then another arm drag. Boy, Steamboat gets... You know the funny thing about Steamboat? We've talked about this before. When he hits an arm drag, he gets air on his own arm drag. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. You see how he leaps? He's fully committed and off his feet and kind of parallel to the ground when he's hitting the move. 
Man, and your patron, just go watch the video version of this. It's and much really like good. Rip Rogers does all the little things right. Steamboat does these kinds of things right, but in a different way that fits his character. Yeah. I mean, they go into rest holes when they need to to slow it down, and then they pick things up, and they're just good, man. I don't know how else to describe it. These two are... Again, it's not like watching Flair and Steamboat in those world title matches, but this isn't a world title match. It's in center stage, so you know it's going to have a little bit taken off just from that, and it's just a TV match, but you know they went out there and earned their paychecks. That's for I damn mean, sure. Eden's, Eden's trying to shake blood into his arm from the arm bar there. Yeah, he still he never stops selling the arm. He he sells the arm the whole time. And here it goes again, another spot. These assholes get hit with a sledgehammer and pop right back up because that's Lucha's style. Fellas, we're doing more work than this job requires. All right, Robert Fuller. When he told Carrie Von Eric that. Kevin. Was it Ke- Oh, that's right, because Carrie was unfortunately deceased. Dude, I can see him saying that too, because Kevin Von Erich was a stiff, just ridiculous dude in the ring. And I can see Robert Fuller like, fellas, we're doing a little bit too much work than this job requires. <laughs> oh, God. That's a legend. Look, fellas, stay out of my face, hold the microphone up high, because Thug going to tell you. All right, hey, Doc, did you what know else? That you- yesterday. Yesterday was VE Day. No, I didn't. Victory oh. in Europe Day. I was like, what are you talking about? I thought you were getting the date confused when Kerry Von Erich won the world title from Flair. I'm like, no. Th- I no. thought that's what you were getting at. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. All right, what else, Doc? You got anything else? Before I go to the finish. Well, they used the same finish here. As the uh, one of the Flair Steamboat matches, right? The two or the first one? Did they? Yeah, I think so. In the two out of three falls, I think. Maybe not. Um, I don't think it was a crucifix, though. Okay, maybe not. I mean, I watch a lot of wrestling. It's hard to keep. Yeah, I don't think I, I know which one you're talking about, but I don't think that was the same finish. Okay. But the finish, Steamboat skins the cat on the ropes, but Bobby hits Steamboat with a belly to back suplex. Steamboat kicks out on two backbreaker by Eaton. Steamboat is kicking out on everything in this finish, and then here it comes the crucifix, where he pins Bobby Eaton. So Steamboat wins. Uh, kind of, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but Bobby kind of had him on the ropes before Steamboat won. And then Steamboat is getting up, and as he's about to get up, Medusa comes in the ring and kicks him in the back. And he's not looking, so he's about to turn around and do some, I guess, karate. And he realizes it's Medusa, so he stops himself because it's a woman. You know, he's a gentleman wrestler, can't hit a woman. Well, when he holds that. At least back, on the face. Austin hits the ring and hits Steamboat. And now Austin and Bobby are double teaming Steamboat. And they're putting the boots to Steamboat. Barry Windham comes out to save Steamboat. And Windham has a cast on, but he's still going to make the save. And as all of that is happening, we are going off air. So 
Steamboat wins, but the Dangerous Alliance or a couple of members of them put the boots to him, and that's that. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts how, on the main event? How cool does Barry Windham there with, look with the sunglasses and the hair and the jacket? Yeah. Yeah. Big <laughs> bastard standing leather there. jacket. And these cowboy boots on, too, jeans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He I would have been out here sooner, but I had to zip up my britches. Oh, come on, man. What the hell's wrong with you? All right. Well, you know how we normally do this. On that note, we need to rate it, hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so, become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. While Starcade is free, the only way you get all the video versions of these shows along with all of the other pay-per-views and Clash of the Champions that we cover, is by going to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Great way to support the show, along with getting tons of extra shows, including 400-plus Patreon-exclusive shows, which includes the video versions that we do on these shows, plus the World Class shows, the ECW shows, the NWA Power shows with Sparks and a little fella half pint that sits on Doc's lap and bounces him on his knee. All that stuff available on Patreon. Not not little fella sitting on Doc's knee getting bounced up and down. But all of that is available on Patreon. Tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTC. A great way to support the show. And getting tons of extra content at that. All right. Doc, when you rate it, hand out the Rolexes. What are you going to rate this thing? This is a tough one. It kind of is. Yeah. Because we saw a couple of our favorite gentlemen enhancement talents. But there were some really questionable matches. Yeah. I mean, we had that ending match. was That was really good. It took up Boy. a lot of time, too. They, they started that last match with, like, I don't know, 17, 18 minutes left in the show. Yeah, but they hit those two commercial breaks. Yeah, that's true. Wheel. Because I'm a more positive person than I am a negative person. <laughs> right. What? You're more positive than negative. Sure, Chief. What's that supposed to mean? Can you just rate it? B plus, asshole. Um, yeah, I actually I, I think um I I actually think you're you're about right there. I think I think B plus is pretty accurate for this one because we got Pez and you know we had some other stuff here that was good the main event was really good you know uh, Austin and Bagwell Austin was good Arachnaman Austin and Arachnaman were were fine Bagwell was fine you know we did have some stupid stuff the Young Pistols versus the Patriots and whatever that was along with Van Hammer versus Pat Rose no disrespect to Pat Rose and of course you hate Bischoff so there's that but all right, who you? This is the toughest part. Is not the rating to me. It's the Rolex. Pez, dude. Yeah, I was gonna give it to the main event, but it. I think you you're on something. I think we got to give it to Pez. Chaska, Mister Cocoa Butter. Bro, I, I oh, miss Chaska, man. I like the way I miss Cocoa, Butter Cocoa Butter smells real good. I don't understand it what does. the what's the problem with Cocoa Butter. Harper's got problems with people, you know. He's got a problem with everything, though. I'm going to tell you what, he ain't nothing but an off-brand color boy anyway. Mm. Called Jimmy Valiant an off-brand 
colored boy. Hey, Harper's still doing his life advice, relationship advice, video shout outs. All you got to do is email him, chrisharper16wildcat with AK at gmail.com. Tell him what you want in your video, each and everything. Be very descriptive. And then PayPal him to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. And um, PayPal him 20 bucks, and then he will get on your video, email you if he has any questions. And, you know, it's not only relationship advice for you, life advice for you, video shout out for you. Maybe you know someone who, need to, who needs to pick me up. Or maybe you know someone who needs a kick in the ass or kicking the balls. If that's the case, you can have him cut a promo on them. He will gladly do it. He's done it many times before. So do that. Again, email chrishopper16wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And PayPal is cc30388cc at yahoo.com. 20 bucks PayPal will get you your very own video. All right, Doc, what else we got to do before we get out of here and um, ride off on our Kawasaki mules off into the sunset? Anything? Always forget. Uh, I really always forget. I feel like we're what? always missing something at the end, and I can never remember what it is. There's always a topic the next day or after we're done or in the morning. I go, damn, we were supposed to talk about that, but I don't know what it is. So there is something you just forgot it. Yeah, like there's a topic or something. Man, you better hurry up and get it get it out because I'm about ready to hit the line. Okay, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't have it, so. Why don't you hit the tagline? Thanks again for joining everybody. And um, become a patron. Make us happy. Hit the tagline, Doc. How about them Cowboys? No, no, no. Hit the real tagline. Don't be an ass. Go Stars? I can live with that.